0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2414. How My Money Attitude Was Keeping Me Poor by Kelly Long with FinancialFinesse.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, and welcome to another Sunday bonus episode where I share an article from one of the other podcasts in our network. Today's post comes from Optimal Finance Daily where articles covering everything from saving to budgeting to investing and more are read to you every day. You can find Optimal Finance Daily wherever you're hearing this. So with that, here's Diana with the post and commentary as we optimize your life.
1: How My Money Attitude Was Keeping Me Poor by Kelly Long with FinancialFinesse.com I'm a huge believer in the power that examining our own money beliefs can have in changing financial situations. Several years ago, I had an epiphany about how my own deep-seated assumptions and issues with money were literally keeping me from getting ahead financially. When I stopped to think about how I'd watched my annual income more than double over the first 10 years of my career, and yet I was still living the same paycheck-to-paycheck lifestyle, it was like a lightning bolt of understanding struck me. I wasn't struggling to save more money because I didn't make enough. It was something else. And as I dug deeper into my money rules and assumptions, I was embarrassed and ashamed to realize the real issue. I resented people who were better off than me. Americans have a fascination with wealthy people. Case in point, the Kardashians. And I've only met a few people who didn't think that striking it rich wouldn't be nice. Yet many of us harbor disdain and judgment for people who we perceive to be better off than us in our daily lives. It's one thing to envy Paris Hilton, but I was looking at people who were like me in many ways, just more financially comfortable, and placing them in a different class than I saw myself. This me versus them attitude was holding me back from ever actually allowing myself to get to a point of financial comfort, regardless of how much money I made. I was literally sabotaging any chance I had at getting ahead because deep down inside, I didn't want to be perceived as greedy, selfish, privileged, having it easy, etc. When I was super honest with myself, I admitted that I was harboring those judgments about people who seemed to have their financial act together. And I realized that not only were those judgments not true, they were actually hurting my own financial situation. By challenging these assumptions and realizing that the real difference between those better off than me was more due to a difference in little financial decisions like driving a car beyond the loan payoff date or not buying as much house as they could afford, than them making more money or being greedy and selfish, my situation slowly began to change. A tiny shift. As I started to release my negative feelings about people with money and instead practice an attitude of abundance gratitude and we're all in this togetherness, my money situation started to change. My checking account started having more than $100 in it on payday because I wasn't buying my way out of guilt. My savings account reached $1,000 and I let it continue to grow. Something about hitting four digits and staying there turned out to be a huge shift for me. I paid off my debt for good and never turned to credit cards again to plug a gap for something I should be saving for. Most importantly, I started thinking of myself as someone who made smart decisions with money in order to give myself financial freedom instead of someone who never had enough. And I stopped looking at others who seemed to have more money than me as greedy and selfish and instead saw them as people who value financial security as much as I do. A nice side effect was that I was a happier person in general as well. Test your own attitude. Here's a quick test to see if perhaps you're suffering from a similar subconscious reaction. If you find yourself living paycheck to paycheck, no matter how much you make, ask yourself how you feel when you see someone driving a luxury car like a Mercedes or a Lexus. If you automatically assume the driver must be some rich jerk who thinks he's better than you, you could be suffering from the same money mindset that was holding me back. Assuming the driver didn't just cut you off in traffic, then I don't care what kind of car they're driving, they're a jerk. Make the shift. To overcome it, start to become more mindful of your internal dialogue when it comes to financial security. Then start to change it. Rather than, oh, I could never afford that, start asking, how can I afford that? The next time you catch yourself saying, that would never be me, ask yourself, why not? As you start to answer those follow-up questions and take the time to be really honest with yourself, you'll start to see a subtle shift in the way you handle money. Let your savings account cross that $1,000 mark and get used to it. Don't be surprised if eventually you start to realize that 1,000 bucks really isn't that much while also honoring the work it takes to get there. Question your assumptions about carrying debt. There's no rule that says we always have to have a car payment or credit card balance. That's all it takes. A one-degree shift that gets you further and further on a new course will eventually take you to an entirely new place financially. You just listened to the post titled How My Money Attitude Was Keeping Me Poor by Kelly Long with FinancialFinesse.com.
0: When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: I think mindset is so important when it comes to financial health because it's the starting point for building habits. Thoughts create a chain reaction that eventually leads you to taking action. It happens like this. Your thoughts manifest as the words you say to yourself and other people. And when you say these words enough, they solidify as beliefs. I think you need to truly believe something on a deep level in order to take confident, consistent action. So when it comes to your finances, if you don't truly believe that the little thing you waste money on every day is gonna make that much of a difference in your finances, you may be able to use willpower for a little while to resist, but you'll likely not make a long-term change. This to me is where self-control and effort is required. But what if we put that effort into changing our beliefs? When action flows from belief, it's easier to commit to that action. And over time, that action becomes a mindless habit and it takes much less effort to stick with it. I also think your judgments of others are clues as to where your beliefs might not be serving you. Look to other people for inspiration on what's possible rather than a reason to make you feel bad about yourself. Comparison, after all, is the thief of joy. If others are doing better financially, they are merely showing you what is also possible for you. Being financially solvent is often not rooted in greed because when you're financially secure, you're in a better position to show up as your unique and wonderful self. You're more able to be generous and create things that can benefit others and the world. I really enjoyed this article and the reminder to examine the negative beliefs we have about money and to think about how they might be affecting our habits. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you on tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.